Welcome to the Hotel Podcast. We back. New York City in the building. We back out here. It's your boy Lou, Louis Reed. Coming to you from New York City though. We took a little took a little time off, but now we back out here with the boys. Y'all know Chad, CJ Washington. What's good, what's good Been out here? A few past episodes, you know. Welcome to the hotel. We have got zone. we have got Lou fully immersed in the New York life. He's been out here months now. Yeah, so here. He's, he's he's settled. Living on Dykeman, you know what it is. Also with us today, founding member, welcome to the hotel. Jared Jackson, Jay Jackson, split second. What up? So a lot has obviously been going down in the game, even in just the last like two weeks. So we had to tap in. I mean, we haven't had a podcast since January. So uh, you know, we've obviously missed a ton, and we're not going to try to backtrack on everything that we missed. We're diving straight into the fire with things that have been you know really popping uh, in the culture on the scene as of late. There's a whole lot to talk about, so we're just going to get into this. Of course, there's some undeniable topics that we, of course, have to touch on. One of the reasons why we had to bring this podcast back ASAP, um, Pusha T versus Drizzy Drake Rogers. Push. Young Push. Aubrey. Push. You know, uh, Young Blackface, damn. Damn, that's real. But, so, uh, what happened? So, yeah, beef what started with the uh, yeah, infrared. Last track on the Daytona. It didn't really start with infrared though. Let's be I mean, real. This beef goes way back I mean, though. Push it. Before I got that, uh, with two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone, and Pusha and Wayne have had beef a long time, going back to them beefing over Bay Putties. Mr. Me Too is directed at Wayne. Damn. This goes way back, right? You know, Lil Wayne throwing up the fuck Pusha T tweet back in like 2012. Damn, I hadn't even like peeped that. It's been know? hot, bro. This they Pusha and Wayne been throwing little shots, and then Pusha and Drake was throwing little shots. So this was a well calculated yeah. play that began with the infrared bars. If you want to get back into that, you know. I mean, I, I I was happy with a quick Drake response. Yeah, you know. Um, I think it's one of the few times Drake's been direct. And in terms of getting yeah. our rapper, he usually does like these subtle little jabs and stuff. So, you know. Right. And he went with the duo response, like he did similar with the Meek incident, as first dropping the W freestyle, yeah, um, which was you know kind of just straight to the point lyrical, mm-hmm. and then also dropping I'm upset, which had more of like a single feel to it. Yeah, it's pretty know. trash though. Tough, yeah. tough, <laughs> tough timing for I'm upset with the facts that Pusha T put out into the world. Oh, so it's oh. you know I'm upset. Talking about his dad and you know child support. I ain't going 50 50 with no hope. It's like, damn, that's awkward now. But bringing it back <laughs> though, to infrared, <laughs> bringing it back to infrared though, and you know, just kind of disclaimer overall, Pusha T, Drizzy Drake, fan, huge fans of both, of course. Huge fans, yeah, huge the fans beginning. of both day ones, like the realest. Yeah. And, with all of us being athletes too, I mean, when we look at this rap beef, then we look at hip hop like sport, right? Yeah, we want to see it competitive. We want to see so, the best work come out possible. Exactly. We want, we want to see the bars. We want to see the competition. We want to see the beef. At the end of the day, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be all love because Push really took it to a, a level. But, yeah, you know, it ain't going to get to the streets with the OVO running up on good music, you know what I'm saying? Party and Magic Jordan ain't going to pull up with the strap, you know? So, I don't think there's too much to be nervous they're not, about they're not, like they're that. They're not built like that. Anymore. Yeah, but the, but we were here for the bars for show. So, Pusha T really, the way I see it, I mean, he really kind of got him hook, line, and sinker with those little shots in infrared. 
the baby shots, you know, Quentin Miller, like, come on, come on. The bait is baiting. Yeah. 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 And sure. Drizzy took the bait hard and did not see. It's funny, though, because, you know, when, when Drake's when Drake's tour came out, W Freestyle. Yeah. I mean, I was like, okay. It's and hard. Everybody was. Hard. W was hard. Was like, hard. Like, oh, okay. W sounded like some rock shit. I had people blowing me up in group chats, like, oh, he's back again. Yeah. He's, he's in the careers yeah. again. Yeah. No one's going to listen then, to Daytona. And then just. And then push really. Pushed. I mean, yeah, I think I, I mean I saw he had it. to respond to the the second push disc with a damn disclaimer statement on his IG store. Yeah, with the he literally responded with the PR with like the PR legal written. So let's so let's get into story about it. All. Why was it so successful? Because we've seen people come at Drake a million different ways, a million different times. I mean, they're I mean. Obviously, he exposed him. He made him look crazy out here. You know, yeah. even even if the blackface can kind of be, you know, he was acting or whatever. It, was, it had the reasonable thing that he put out. Still was looking crazy though. Still, oh, yeah. still the way it came out into the public like that. Yeah, he I mean, was, yeah. he got caught slipping. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I, I'm talking to a couple, couple friends and a couple, a couple female friends too, and they're just, they're like. I can't co-sign that still. I don't care about what right, right. There's still, there's still no excuse. <laughs> really, really though, still. And even yeah. with what he said, you know, he was doing it for whatever to bring light to, you know, the black struggles and actors and stuff like that. It is kind of like there's they, no excuse. Then, fam, where you at with everything else going on in the world? You know? Yeah, I think mean, that's what people people are getting at as well. I don't know, man. That man pushed. It was, that was That was lyricism. Right yeah, there, and he didn't know? hold back. You know. He did not. Because like yeah, Push is like he has. I mean, what, I mean, Drake, Drake talked about it, his fiance. So uh, well, I think once he referenced, he referenced yeah. his fiance. Like, okay, everything <laughs> is, is like all right. Everything's out the that's, window. That's you know? the code that yeah. Push is moving off of. Yeah. You know, you mentioned my wife, my family. Everything's out the window, and clearly everything was out the window. And I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I mean, it's it's rap beef, bro. Well, that's, like, that's what I that's what I would want from my. Yeah, it's rapping. I don't want people like, ah, I ain't going to say that. That's too mean. It's like, bro, if you going to yeah. do it, then do it. Yo, you I know? Mean, it. It. I, mean, I, just, I, think, I think back when, like, when Jay, Jay was beefing with Nas, this man literally said, I have, like, with my rubbers on your baby seat. Yeah. Like, his mother, Jay-Z's mother made him publicly apologize. <laughs> <laughs> publicly apologize. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Pusha brought the tone of, like, 90s rapping yeah. back, you know? Bad. Early 2000s rapping back. Not the, you know, weak-ass rap, whatever, no bars, Rich the Kid versus Lil Uzi Vert rapping, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, he came with some crazy facts, bro. He exposed his fucking... Adidas line release, yeah. fuck that whole shit up, maybe like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were there were levels in there, bro. He came at him on some. He said, "I'm gonna talk about your pride." Damn. Yeah, I mean the character. It, it hurt when he, he came at forty like that. Yeah, that was the one line <laughs> yeah, that a lot of people have been like, maybe that was too far. But again, though, I'm just like, bro, like, it's, it's hard. It's rap beef. Like I'm I'm taking shots. No one is safe. No one is safe, yeah. bro. No one is safe. Stands by you. He's on your label. Yeah. So I mean, another thing, right? So, in how he came at him and what he came at him for. Obviously, the blackface, like that was—he really got caught slipping. Bad luck, you know. But also with the you having a kid, hiding a kid, kind of the layer to that is like Drake's image has always been the good guy. Yeah. Like with with women, he has such a female audience, yeah. right? So to put that out 
and say like you know you, you project you project to be a certain person, but at the end of the day, like this is really what's happening. You don't accept the child that you have. Yeah. You know, and you saw like as a fault, like a, like as a response to that, I feel like a lot of our artists were like you know showing their kids on the gram or showing their kids did it, on didn't like. We know about, but didn't we know about this? Like, you know, I wasn't aware. I didn't know he had. I didn't know he had a had, child. He had. He had addressed. He addressed it, saying like, you know, if if the child is mine, then like I'm gonna take care of him or not. Like this. This is this has been. It's, the topic's been broken. It's been out there, but yeah. Drake is Drake and has a strong PR team that can push a lot backwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And out of the forefront. But also, they don't want like, it there. Yeah. But I mean, even with like that, that picture of Drake has almost been removed from the internet. Like almost, yeah. like it's it's like it's like you know it's not even on Pusha's thing anymore. So yeah. I don't know what plays we get made behind the scenes to make that work. But I mean, Drake has some serious backers that are relying on his success and his face staying the clean That's face true. that it is. Yeah. From Apple Music to you know Universal, like Jay Prince, like he's got serious backers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like this is not beef, rap beef, rando dude, yeah. whatever. So it is in a lot of people's interest to keep him at the top of the game and like the clean image that he's got so I think that has a big part to do with like I don't know why, why yeah. we're seeing what we're seeing but so do you th- you think you think you think Drake's gonna address anything on his album like at all or is this done I think he's gonna talk about the done. kid you know I think he's gonna talk about his son on the album yeah you think he's gonna come at push I think if he comes a push with some serious direct bars, that's really weak at this point because I mean, I like he should have the beef is squashed, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you know, I don't think you're, he's gonna come at push. Your OG I think he, came in and squashed yeah. the beef in theory, so I he think, can't be doing that. I think he might address like maybe beef as a concept, you know? Yeah. But like not really. He's not gonna call out push or the music or Kanye or anyone like name drop. He's not gonna name drop. He might do some subtle, you know. Yeah, he's gonna do some subtle, like you know, subliminal, indirect type Drake nonsense, you know, that we are like typical to expect. Just the normal, the normal. But yeah, no, I don't think it's gonna be anything. But so, what do we expect from Scorpion though as an album? Because it's gonna go platinum. Oh no, I mean we know the numbers. No, we know. Yo, he he can sell a was he said this shit earlier. I could or I forgot if it was him or Lil Wayne. Like I can sell a like blank CD or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm so high. I can sell a blank CD. Something like that. I mean, that's kind of to the point where he's really at right now, right? And you so, think it's going to be more hip-hop, like, leaning, or, like, R&B? I think if he, well... R&B, definitely. Because he has backed out of this beef with Pusha T and taken this L, I think it will forever be very hard for him to claim that I am the top rapper in the game position. It already became very tough when this whole Quinn Miller cloud came yeah. into effect and all that stuff. Um, but I think it's it's damn near impossible now. So I think with Scorpion, he doesn't need to come with the bars like that because it's just kind of like he's out that equation at this point. Even if he is, I mean, he is, no doubt, one of the top rappers in the game, top rappers to ever do it. But I think if he continues to go the melodic hitmaker route that he's going, that's kind of the move. Like, that should kind of be the move. You think he's keep making have, the hits, keep putting numbers on You think he's going to have any type of... Because I feel like in more life, he had a lot of like that UK influence. You think he's going to take it from any other country? Or country? Like, if so, what country? I don't 
don't know. I mean, the two singles have not appeared to have that international feel necessarily that were clearly in existence on your one dances, controllers, um, all that. You know, more life, like you said, the heavy, like, gigs, features, and Georgia Smith on there, real kind of like, you know, across the pond vibes. So, I, dude, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm upset. That didn't have any sort of international feel to it, really, to me. I mean, that's Canada is international, technically, but you know what I mean. Is that going to be on the album? I, I think it is. I think they released it as it a is. single, as an official single yeah. on the project. Um, that song, I'm supposed to say. I mean, the cover, song, yeah. Yeah. The cover art for no, it it's, is. It's, <laughs> and it's, like I said, it's just unfortunate timing. Like, that song really has now been, like, swept under the rug, yeah. kind of, you know? Um, people are not rocking with that like that, especially with all the other bangers that have been coming out with the good music releases and shit, it really has gotten pushed back. Um, Since you want to go to favorite beefs, like... Yeah, I mean, just some talking rap beefs, yeah, some of the ones... I mean, this definitely reminded... Jay-Z was brought up. This definitely reminded the world of some of the real rap beefs in the past, you know, that's for sure. You know, it's it's great that this didn't involve any street shit. I don't think it was ever gonna get to that point. Like, I don't even think Jay Prince was stepping in to like make sure nobody got hurt. Yeah, it's not that. You know, it wasn't that. It was really like he stepped in to kind of, you know, like he said, save some careers. I don't believe that Drake, you know, had the bars to ruin Kanye's career or Pusha T's career, but um, I think he really just kind of stepped in to make sure that money wasn't getting lost by multiple different parties. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, some of my favorite rap beats in the past. I mean, in terms of the bars and the exchanges, I mean, man, when I kind of started listening to music, it was like 50 Jot at the forefront. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and 50, yeah. 50 was been the king of beef for our whole youth, you know? From 50 beefing with Ja, Jada, Fat Joe, fucking, you know, and then the M. Game. Yeah. The game yeah. beef. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, M inherited a lot of that, has touched on in multiple songs and everything, so you catch the M bars too. I take it back to uh, when Ice Cube left the NWA. Damn, that and that is one of the best discs. Like no, no Vaseline show. is is like you go back and listen to some of the bars he drops on there. He just calls them out for all their fun. They did. They did a good job of bringing those vibes uh, back straight out of Compton when yeah. they like, showed that yeah, on yeah, for sure. Eminem, uh, Eminem had a good beef with Benzino. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, Benzino. I think Em won that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, but no, it's interesting because it's typically been like a you know East versus West Coast. Those have been like historically most of the beefs. Yeah. You know, you have some beefs within cities like run the city who's the king of yeah, the Yeah, I mean, I think right. that's what made the, I think, like, the part of that made the Jay Nas be so good. Yeah. Like, both of them to New York. Right, who's king of New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so many good ones. I mean, legendary Bow Wow Romeo. Oh, Romeo actually said on TRL the other day they didn't really have beef, you know? It was just fake. That it was just kind of like they were the same. Yeah, like they were really like homies, like and hung out multiple times, and then it was just like a whole media thing. You know, yeah. which is like obviously you know because they have the same understand. look, they yeah, have the same look, yeah, the same age, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, bro. I mean, we know a lot, but yeah. So I mean, let's get into some of this music that's been dropping, surrounding yeah. this whole thing. I mean, we've talked about I'm upset a little bit, um, but I mean, we've had some some full project rollout. So I mean, actually, before we get into the good music releases, Scorpion. So we all think it's going to be more the melodic route. 
yes. the bar, then the bar yeah, around. Yeah. Yes, I think he's yeah. gonna try to have like I mean, what what it seems to be now is that when people drop an album, they want to take over the entire Billboard. Yeah, you know, like you saw with Cardi B, like she had yeah. you know every basically every song on the album. Yeah, on the top of the top. Post Malone think, just yeah, had like Malone. nine in the top yeah, ten I think or something like Drake that. Drake is kind of gonna go for that. Right? Yeah, like he's gonna try to drop as many songs that are gonna resonate with his. Yeah, he's trying to break every record. Yeah, you know, I feel that. Yeah, which you know, do do your thing. Yeah, he definitely has the ability to do that. Yeah, I would have loved to see this beef go more rounds. I would have loved to see a response from Drake and this album. If it was melodic, him actually maybe go back to the drawing board a little bit, just because you know bars are in right now. It's quiet for mumble rappers right now. This month is quiet. It's pretty quiet, bro. So I would have loved to yeah. see him go back to the drawing board on Scorpion a little bit if it was super melodic. Really come with some crazy fire and really make his stance going for the king of hip-hop spot. But I think once you dip out of the beef with a PR, you know, a uh, press release, and then have, yeah, yeah, you know, Jay yeah, Prince come that. in. Yeah, and have Jay Prince come in. I think you kind of just got to dip all the way out and just go the I'm a hit maker route. Yeah. I'm a pop star. I got bars, you know, don't get me wrong, but just go that way. So I think that's the way Scorpion's going to go. It's going to be fire. It's going to be gonna, Yeah, it's going to be It's going to be a solid project. It's going to be fire. It's going to have um, more hits on it. How, so how are you feeling about that, that, that Yeah? I'm fucking with Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, I like it a lot. Show. It's a great album. I like every song on it. I've listened to it countless times already. Yeah. I mean, there was like the first week I was listening to that thing during my commute, and I would get through it at least once, sometimes twice yeah, uh, those yeah. New York trains can get. Exactly, man. I'm I'm really feeling it. I like the theme of kind of like bipolarism is beautiful. Yeah, um, kind of like embracing the mental illness, which is clearly a problem. You know, yeah. which we don't yeah. discuss enough as a culture. You definitely yeah. don't discuss as enough as a, enough as a culture. And it's a problem and that affects. It's a problem that affects all groups of classes. Yes. Like the poor, the poor, the rich. So I definitely respect him for, you know, putting that out in the forefront. Like, you know, he just pretty much got diagnosed, essentially, right? I mean, yeah. and when he was just in the hospital this past time, so I mean... Yeah, and he talked about an interview, said they got diagnosed at 39, and he gives the whole thing where, like, you know, the rant I gave at TMZ. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to give that rant on a Monday in the office, but if they do that, they, they get fired. They, they, they ask people to support, you know, and they're not like Kanye, they can't just all put in an album. And yeah. then, you know, make money off that album. You know, yeah. the majority of people who have these problems, they can't do that. Yeah. So, I really like the album. I prefer the second half of the album to the first half of the album. I think that Ghost Town and Violent Crimes are like, like beautiful, amazing songs. Yeah. Um, transition to each other. Yeah. yeah. But I totally, like, I, like, kind of going back to the bipolarism thing, I kind of see the album as, like, you know, reflecting those two sides, right? You have, like, the first half of the album way more lit, way more like your classic, like, egotistical, like, brash Kanye, you know, like, rapping about, like, how, you know, standard Kanye, like, talking many mentions, right, of the women that he bags or could bag and all that sort of stuff, and then you get to the end, and it's, like, fully flipped, you get, you know, violent crimes, where he's very reflective, daughters, you know, change, man, all this kind of stuff, you know, now I want to nurture him, yeah, all that. And I just, I mean, and I think the production on Ghost Town, specifically in Violent Crime, the whole album is, yeah. you know, pretty beautifully produced, but it's like more simple, kind of clean Kanye, right? It's not a, too many instruments going on here. We're not seeing the all of the lights, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, insanity. Um, also, it's pretty like, stripped down, yeah, pretty, but I really like stru- it. Really the song is pretty structured, too. It doesn't, like, kind of go off on, you know, 
Yeah, there's no seven minute like monsters on, on this thing. But um, overall, totally feeling the album. Um, I think I'm, I'm liking this whole rollout, man. I mean, Pusha T, Daytona, amazing project in my opinion. Daytona was a terrific project. Terrific project, yeah, bro. Yeah. Kind of a, a coke masterpiece, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think coke boy masterpiece, bro. It really is a classic, bro. Like, Pusha just did his thing, bro. That shit is cold. But, but were you were you upset that there weren't more tracks? Well, I was gonna say, Kanye's no, Kanye's album was short too. Um, yeah, yeah, they're doing the seven tracks, you know. Yeah, all these good music releases, all five are seven. They're gonna be seven, and I, I am really enjoying this seven album thing. I liked when the weekend did it with mm-hmm. my gear melancholy. Yeah, I liked that a lot. You know, it kind of gives you a chance to deep dive on the songs more. Like you it run does. the project front mm-hmm. to back two, three times, yeah. and you actually can like really get a feel for it instead of you run it once 18 songs you're exhausted yeah. and then you probably never really run it back again from the back like you know unless it's just some but I mean even when you won't have the time like you know exactly. like there's other exactly. stuff coming out like yeah. you usually just go back at that point and pick the songs that you like run those back you could, you could listen to any of those albums the seven track ones three different times in the day yeah and it wouldn't even be like a hard thing to do yeah you know? yeah yeah I, I really enjoy this. Also, they just go so well together. Like, Pusha T's. Like, I, like I've run Daytona, Gay, and Kid C Ghost. Yeah. Just back to back to back. You know? And that they might just be the work point, so too. well. That oh, that's totally yeah. supposed I mean, that's like the vibes of Ghost Town and, you know, uh, Violent Crimes are like where they're at. Yeah. They go they seamlessly into, into Kid C yeah. Ghost. For sure, bro. And then, you know, Kid C Ghost even starts with Pusha T. Push the team yeah, verse, like verse. it's a yeah. They're keeping it in the good, the good music family, no doubt, man, no doubt. Um, just with that whole good music vibes, I mean, and shit. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, these are both. Fire. Where, 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 do you, where do you think yeah uh, falls with the Kanye's catalog? I think it's hard to compare it to the other projects a little bit because it is shorter. Um, so it really is hard for me to do that, but. I mean, really, like, sonically and vibes-wise, like, it's not, it's not last. Like, I'm, I'm putting it, I'm putting it above, I forgot exactly how I ranked my albums when I actually did this on the podcast with Kave and Dustin. Shout out to Kave and Dustin in the Bay, too. Yes. Um, much love. We'll have Kave back on here soon. They are enjoying a, a classic pre-summer weekend, or like I guess early summer weekend. They're on a boat lake. somewhere. They're on a lake turning up Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Shout out to them, the whole, the whole squad. Um, but I think I'd have to put Ye above the life of Pablo, at least. I mean, I had the life of Pablo last. Not that yeah. I thought it was a bad album by any means. Like, yeah. you know, Kanye's worst album better than most people's best album. Yeah. Like, uh, Pablo last? I had Life of Pablo last on my when I did my Kanye yeah. album rankings. I don't remember yeah. exactly. I know I had my Below Beautiful Dark Yes. I know I had my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy as one. Yeah, I think eight oh eight was I think eight oh eight was somewhere in the middle. And then I had graduation probably like two, but I don't I kinda I don't remember where I had Yeezus and shit exactly. But I got Yay above Life of Pablo for sure. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, I'm a, even even though it's short and everything, I really I like. And he's also back to really spitting on this. We get I think Violent Crimes you put you put up there with any classic Kanye song. Yeah, that goes you put that on the board with you know the Mama song with Through the Wire all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, for 
shout. Hey, mama. Yeah. Uh, what do y'all think of Kids See Ghosts? I liked it, man. I was running through it yesterday and today. That's my personal favorite. Yeah, actually. It's good to have Cuddy. Uh, yeah. Cuddy's back. Yeah. yeah. We got we got man yeah, on the moon, Cuddy. Cuddy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cuddy, he's really, he's really energy. The you know? Cuddy with some energy. The production is energized. Um, and, and again, the like, vibe is so yeah, positive. Yeah, like the, the three, like between Daytona, Kids See Ghosts, and Yay, it's just they're keeping it real. And they're being really honest about it. They're talking about their own problems and situations that they're dealing with. Yeah. And like, a lot of it's just saturated and artificial nowadays. It's yeah. Like, dear, these guys really don't even need to do that to, the, yeah. to sell records and to do that. I think that says a lot. Exactly. This is some real music, some real emotions, some real thoughts coming through. They're not trying to just look pretty yeah. on these. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not trying to just look cool, look swagged out. There's some... Uh, yeah, there's some there's some real thought, and it's not and it and it isn't just free thought on the album either. Thank God. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Thank Trump, God, there's Trump, a free Trump, thought. Trump, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, do not get it twisted that by saying Ye's album is good, we are justifying all the other fucking <laughs> antics that have come out, bipolar or not. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yes. But we, I mean, I know we people do separate music and bullshit. Oh on yeah, I know podcast. people who are saying I'm not you know boycotting it. Yeah. You know? But my whole thing is like, when did we expect? from our musicians to like be correct on political like stances you know what do we ever expect that from our musicians there's no one expect from our musicians that's not why I listen to music right you know I listen to music because it's good because it makes me feel good because it like you know it brings out emotions but I'm not trying to like hear them talk about like why they vote and who they yeah but I feel like I feel like I feel like some people just were uh were hurt because of the, the songs that Kanye put out in the past, like different songs that I would have talked about. Yeah, yeah, it's really because he, he, it, he like, just feels like he changed. Yeah, yeah we just didn't like change. Yeah. Like, this is our guy that was, you know, talking about the culture. Yeah. The culture, and then, then he said slavery was a choice. That was just, that was bad. So. <laughs> that, that was bad. Some history you never bring up slavery. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Hitler, like, you just don't even try to The thing is, he's, he's, he definitely recognized that he was wrong for that statement. For show, you know what I mean? But it was, I mean, I'm not justifying it. Yeah. But I'm just saying he, he knows he was wilding. Yeah. Um, but also, though, in some of these interviews, like the Charlemagne interview, in talking to T.I., it became pretty obvious that this dude was just living under such a fucking rock that he had no idea what the hell was going on regarding Trump, you know? His whole thing for why he liked it was just that, like himself, very similarly, everybody said this dude cannot get this shit yeah. done. Yeah. You are not going to be president. You know, you're not going to be able to be president being yourself and doing whatever, you know, wild shit you're doing. And, you know, Trump got it done. Yeah, Kanye we saw a lot of himself in that. Yeah, Everybody yeah. said Kanye couldn't be a producer and a rapper. People said, Kanye, you ain't going to make it in hip-hop wearing your preppy clothes. And, like, you know, you ain't going to be shit in the ain't fashion so game, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to take over high fashion, you know? And it's like, this dude did it all yeah. Everything they said he couldn't do, he did it all. So, like, I understand how he identified with that aspect of Trump, but this dude just knew nothing of the Trump bullshit, which is terrible. And then you can't and be I, out I, here on a big stage speaking on it, and you don't even know what the fuck is going and on. Then, and then, then I, I also, like, I can't, I can't get down with uh, the people that want Kanye to just be quiet because you look, people love Kanye because of the fact that he was going to say what he wanted to say. Yeah. You know, like, like when he did the, like, you know, George Bush didn't care about black people. Right. Or, like, any, anything. Like, when Kanye gets, like, got up and talked, um, 
during the, the MTV music video. T Swift, you know, T Swift. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just that's just Kanye. Yeah, I was just saying something. You and he was off the head. Yeah, you thoroughly disagree with. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best pictures. The the bottle of Henny and, and Amber Rose. Back yeah, in the day. that's a great Kanye. <laughs> uh, classic all time Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> Liddy. Anything was possible. Putting her out, putting her on the map. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm loving these good music releases. We're we're fans of the shorter albums. Coming up this week, Welcome to the Hotel album coming soon. This ass short album is waiting for me to be lit. But coming this week, we got, what did we find? We got Nas, right? Supposed to be. Supposed to be Nas. This this Friday, supposed to be a Nas album. Kanye produced, fully Kanye produced. So no singles yet. Because the only thing off Nas I've heard is he was he had a couple features on the Esco project. Oh, it's not gonna be a single. It's gonna be just like this Kid C Ghost. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, just also Kid C Ghost, please check that out. So fire, so yeah. fire. I cop the merch. Merch is also fire. Virgil Abloh cover art done by uh, Takashi Murakami. Um, that is not Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> just for the record. Get the blicky. They are two completely different people. Completely well, look, different. This look up Takashi Murakami. Um, but Kid Sea Ghost, I thought it was fucking amazing. It was great to see Cuddy back. Again, such positive vibes on that, too. Yeah, yeah. It was Cuddy Moans. I also got a lot of, yeah, uh, I don't know. Cuddy Moans, but he also came with the bars. Ye came with the bars. Ye is sick. Yeah, 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 nice. You get a nice, nice rock, rock, uh, rock star feel. I love that, I too. also don't know if it's because, uh, yeah. because it's Sunday, but I was getting a lot of, like, gospel. Definitely. You know, I think there were like some kids he goes. Yeah, some kids he goes. Ty Dolla Sign shouts out, bro. Yeah, that that's gonna be bringing the harmonies. If he can, if he can collab with Kanye for an album, something. They they alluded to it, bro. In Wisconsin, they were like, "Is the Yay and Ty yeah. Dolla Sign joint album?" I think coming? I think Yay can pull out some of the best like talent from Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, that's possible. Dude, I think it's gonna be crazy. Uh, I mean, Ty Dolla Sign is he, he was the most featured artist on Yay, holding down a lot of the those melodies and harmonies and everything like that. He's on like, I think half the album. He's also, you know, pretty heavily featured on Kid See Ghost. I think he's two songs on that. Um, but yeah, bro. And then, you know, who knows what the credits are like. He might have a writing credit on Damn Near Everything, production credit on Damn Near Everything, who knows. Um, Ty's a killer, man. Speaking of joint albums, Ty Dolla Sign and Jeremiah joint album coming soon, My Ty, M-I-H-T-Y. Supposed to be like the hottest R&B album. Period. Go crazy. Honestly, that first single they just dropped didn't really do too much for me. But I, I, I when believe. is it supposed to drop? Uh, soon this summer. I don't know. There, that was the first single. That whole album like. is coming soon. Um, it's a pretty classic, like kind of like clean, like glamorous kind of like R&B song. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like one of those really glossy, like kind of R&B records. Um, but there wasn't really, I don't know, it, it just didn't really do it for me, but I follow Hitmaker on the gram, who's, I think, like, co-produced, like, the whole album with him, you know, A1, all those guys, like, they work together really heavily, and the shit I've been hearing in their Instagram stories has sounded crazy, so I think the album is gonna be dope as fuck. Jeremiah's, you know, one of the, yeah. I, I still call him the best kept secret, in my opinion, I mean, that dude is so fucking dope, and no one ever, who's the hottest in R&B, I don't think anybody ever brings Jeremiah into the conversation. And he's got it. Real ones, no. He's also yeah, featured on yeah, Kanye's yeah, album. Yeah, when I heard about Kanye's um, album, I'm always like pleasantly surprised here, Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I don't feel. I don't know why he doesn't get this, like that recognition outside of these people from Chicago. That maybe always, because always his always like right. his solo projects have never just. He's never really dropped like a highly promoted album. 
Like, I think he technically does have a debut album out. I think it actually kind of crazily came out, like, last year or something like that. But, yeah, nah, he's kind of just been a, you know, crazy EP, singles, you know, Drug. feature, I mean, he has songwriting for everybody. He writes with Bobby Brackens and Nick and all of them, like, in LA. Like, that's kind of the team. Like, Ty, Jeremiah, Bobby, like, they go crazy, bro. They got hits for days. Like, he's getting the bag on publishing. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, let's see what else we got on the docket here, though, bro. Uh, but everybody definitely go check out that, uh, that Kitsy Ghost, that Yay, that Daytona, Shitfire. Oh, okay, one thing that kind of got a little lost in the sauce here of the Drake and Push Beef, as well as, um, good music, all these releases, is ASAP Rocky's testing album. Yeah. So I opposite, love ASAP short Rocky. album. Opposite of a short album, yeah, yeah, yeah 15 yeah. plus songs, I think. Um, you know, he hadn't dropped an album in three or so years. ASAP Rocky, one of my favorite rappers, one of my swag idols out here for show. I think a father of damn near everybody in the game right now in terms of just overall aesthetic, hip-hop, he dropped, swag. So, so I was really excited. He dropped the single ASAP Forever, which is one of the craziest videos I've seen in a while. Yeah, it's And nice. then between that, coupled with, he had a Who Run It Freestyle that a lot of people slept on. But that shit was hot. And I was with like, the with the video, too. and I was like, he's back. This yeah. about to go crazy. I'm going to be slapping it all summer. Yeah. And, I mean, there were some songs I liked on it, but it's tough to get from. He was definitely testing sounds, which he said, you know, like, I could really hear that. Like, sonically, this is a very unique album. Like, it's a very yeah. unique listening experience, which I really appreciate. Um, and I think it very well could be one of those albums that, like, people look back on in a few years and it's like damn this actually kind of like Jesus yeah. in a sense where it's like this really except it didn't make nearly as big of a splash yeah, as Jesus. I was a bit underwhelmed um, yeah there's some director it's great to see Frank uh, featured mm-hmm. on the project twice yeah um, for sure always yeah that, that was that was dope um, I love the song Buckshots yeah with Buckshots the, is great Buckshots is crazy with the yeah. Cardi feature who I, I'm fucking love and play more Cardi these days. Uh, Magnolia is one of my favorite music videos I've seen in a long time also, but Die Lit, I thought was a fire-ass album. Love putting that on. It's such a vibe. Um, but Buckshot's probably my favorite song on the project, which got um, Playboy Cardi and Smooky Margiela, who's been championed by this podcast for a few months now. Smooky, bro. That dude's like 15 out here fucking killing it. His verse on that shit is cold. I still slap Black Card off the ASAP Mob album. Actually, real shit, I actually, I think I prefer the Cozy Tapes, um, ASAP Mob, like, oh, album yeah, to, yeah. to testing. I like the 12's album, yeah. too. 12's album, yeah, yeah. Spin. that's like super real hip-hop, that's like, yeah. it's a dope album, but that didn't have enough excitement in it for, for me, but I, I think Cozy Tapes is a hell of a project, I, I'm repping that one, Jesus is too going fucking ham, bro, sorry, you know. YouTube vids. <laughs> um, some crazy ass music festival player right now. But um, yeah, no, nah, testing though, yeah, I mean, it, it could be yeah. what we look back on from a production standpoint for show and think this is some yeah. crazy ass shit. Like, I'll run it back on yeah, right, plane ride or something. I think I'm going to run, run yeah. it back again. You know, I, I just, it kind of got, got lost with it. With it right yeah, a lot of stuff's lost. been coming out. It definitely got lost. And also because, I mean, ASAP is absolutely spin, don't get me wrong, but. You the the bars on testing weren't like as direct, you know. You're listening for the bars like you are on like a Yay yeah, yeah. or you are on like a Daytona. 
it's just kind of completely different, like, you know, sensibility-wise. So it was, it was almost kind of tough to jump from Daytona to testing. Like, the, your ear just has to completely really shift, shift yeah. from what you're going for, you know? And, and also, like, I mean, like we, were, like we were discussing before, uh, Daytona is just like a little airworm for you, so quick. And then yeah. you from them just listening to this long project directly after the uh, testing. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to run it back, man. I'm definitely going to run it back. Man. Yeah, it, it's definitely got to be run back. Still, still I don't think I have it just kind of like we were saying earlier. Like, I've slapped Daytona. That's the New also. It's nice for me personally to see like, New York rappers out here like really yeah. doing a thing. Rocky's always yeah. pulling it down for New York, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, love Rocky. So I need to run it back. Kind of like what I was saying earlier, too. Like, I've ran back Daytona I don't even know how many times now, right? Probably more than 10, possibly. Testing, ran it once front to back. Uh, haven't, I haven't ran it back again front to back. I've went back and listened to Buckshots and listened to some other ones on the album that I thought were fire. Um, blanking on other names right now, but like, yeah, just that long album, man. I don't, I don't know. Is, are people going to be dropping? Are, is the album length going to change due to this, bro? Uh, I think it's just a, a trend. I, I guess. I guess we'll yeah. see what Drake yeah. does. Drake's going long. Drake's going long. He's going along. He's going along. He's definitely going along. Yeah. Uh, He's definitely going along, bro. I mean, there's no way. He's got... He needs to hit too many markets, like you were saying. Yeah. And he's been in the stew for a minute. I mean, personally, I was underwhelmed by by views. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, my, my, my... era of Drake being my personal favorite rapper has, has passed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I mean, bro, you remember when we were, First, yeah. bro, I said Drake is like the goat when I went on his MySpace and heard fucking, um, I'm still fly, I'm sky high. I was like, who's that? Mm-hmm. Bro, who, who, yeah, <laughs> who is this dude, bro? I heard, I heard, on, the, I heard on that Ransom Freestyle. Ransom man. Freestyle. Yeah, uh, brand new, like, brand yeah. new. Like, I'm going to take your girl with little bro. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Houston, Atlanta, like, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all, all so far gone shit, but, like, even the, like, throwaway shit before that, and I was like, yo, this guy is the goat, and then he started dropping all, yo, dreams, money can buy, like, all those fucking throwaways, the, yeah. the, the, the verse. Yeah, those are throwaways. The, ver- the throwaways, crazy. The, the verse before that, I can have only them, which is I The uh, subtract oh, yeah, one. Subtract, yeah. Crazy, bro. Like, those joints are, like, some of the best joints I've still, like, some of my favorite fucking songs yeah, of all he's time. Yeah, he's spent on that shit. And yeah. that was, like, my era. Like, and looking back at kind of... Yeah. All, the, all of this... Early morning. Yeah. <laughs> all, know, all the time city. with the thing, every time single city. one. Yeah, yeah. Whatever in Calabasas, <laughs> whatever in Dallas, whatever in Toronto, all the time. Time Sam Drake. Time Sam Drake. That's what, you know, we need that hip hop. I need more Time Sam yeah. Drake vibes, bro. I would. Should I want, in New York? I mean, if, if Scorpion comes out and it is bars, I, I'm. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, though. He, he shouldn't take shots and push it direct because that just looked crazy. It's like, bro, you end the beef and then you're like, well, what are we doing right now? But at yeah. the same time, but it could just be everything. He could, he could cover everything on the spectrum. He's got timestamps ready. He could take shots at people. That's kind of what he, he did be... with more life, though, and I feel like it didn't really work. But that, but that, that wasn't like a, a proper... It wasn't an album. It was a playlist. Do we know, do we know why Do we know yeah. why he chose the title Scorpion? He's a Scorpio. Yeah, he's a Scorpio, right? Maybe. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, maybe that actually explains a lot. Never dated Scorpio. Just throwing that out. <laughs> Just throwing that out for the people. 
Um, yeah, it was used though. But Eminem, so it starts raining. He brings out 50 Cent. 50 Cent in New York, in the rain, patiently waiting. I get money uh, in the club, crack a bottle. That shit was Damn. crazy. And and then Eminem, dude, I don't know how people didn't see this coming. But, you know, he ends, quote unquote, ends the show. He hadn't done Lose Yourself yet. So people literally start leaving thinking he's done. I'm like, bro, he's going to play fucking losers like this road show, man. You know, so I'm, I stay. And, you know, like two minutes later, the lights, boom, come back on. And you start hearing the full band orchestra. He's got going, doing Lose Yourself. And I'm like, damn, bro, it's raining. We yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah. Lose Yourself in the rain. Yeah. Encore performance. I was like, yo. So that was like some legendary, like, change your light shit right there. Um, but yeah, Gunners Ball was cool, man. Uh, it's also just wild to see Doug's little brothers were there. Oh, really? I yeah. saw Michael. Oh. He's like 14. It's just crazy because when we were in high school, obviously, like going to music festivals wasn't a thing yeah. that you did. You know, like that wasn't like a summer turnout. Yeah. Um, Gunners Ball slept on a lot, but it's a pretty, you know, pretty decent for people I know about. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's uh, I had a really good time. Um, other people I saw there, they were awesome. The band Laney, L A N Y. Okay. okay. Yeah, is it Laney? I think it's Laney. I think it's Laney. Awesome. One of my favorite shows. Like, actually, realistically, probably my favorite performance I saw. That singer was so swiped down. Music sounded amazing. Doug put me on to them a few months ago. Um, shout out Doug, shout out Doug P for me. Um, but yeah, dude, it was, that was a sick show. That was super sick. I'm probably going to sit down and write bars to, like, three of their songs at some point. They're just... Some of their songs to scream hip hop features, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Where are we at time wise? How are we doing right now, bro? We should make it. This is Was Broadway Center Gumball? They didn't perform because of Amir's whole yeah shit. So they they dropped Gumball and I think have kind of like stopped performing to like get their you know figure out whatever they're they're gonna do. Yeah. Um, so Pusha T actually took their spot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was like a last minute thing. Yeah, man. Pusha T was just on the run. Right He's out here. He's out here. He had people. He had people chanting "Fuck Drake" in Montreal. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's how close is that to Toronto? Uh, I don't think it's actually that close. Yeah, but I feel like it's just. He's like Drake's two hours like away. Boy, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever. You, I mean, he, uh, I don't know, man. Toronto's not a lot. Like Quebec, like Montreal. Those are kind of like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Alright, recurring segment. Where are they now? Where are you now that I need ya? Um, this is one that we've done. I think the last one we did was... I want to say... You did a Hitmaker. We did a Hitmaker. Like, yeah, Youngburn slash Hitmaker. We did Chameleonaire. Um, and we always said we were going to do ones that maybe weren't as happy endings as those. I think this is the case. Yeah. Rich boy selling crack. Nope. Niggas want to jack shit tight. No slack. Just bought a Cadillac banger. Song yeah. of the summer that year, Those arguably. The, the remix. Andre had some other songs. The game, like. Crazy. Also had good things yeah. on last forever, baby. So I'm about to tell the jobs are crazy with Polo to Don and Carrie Hilson. Had a song Bouncing with T-Pain. That was pretty good. Dude was a legend in the mid-2000s. And he's somebody boy, who look right at now... Here. Boy, look at here. Yeah. Like, just... He had hits, bro. He was not a one-hit wonder. Like, this dude was out here and, in my opinion, kind of, like, disappeared. 
Yeah, I mean, he's up from there. You can't. We couldn't find him on Instagram. You couldn't find him on the gram. You know, on Spotify, but isn't even verified on Spotify. Like, doesn't have the blue check. Like, you're an artist. Like, yo, you ain't even got to be signed to get that shit. You know what I mean? You don't even got to pay no money. Like, how is he? So he might have that. So what happened? Did he did he drop a did he drop a full project? Yeah, he, he had debuted with a full album. Because yeah. so all those songs, yeah, all those songs came out on a full album, and it was just after that he disappeared. So we did a little bit of research, and man, I mean, I'm just gonna read the intro line of this disrespectful ass fucking noisy article on Rich Boy. So God, damn, <laughs> so disrespectful, bro. His album was self-titled. Rich Boy, and it dropped in 2007. A look at Rich Boy in 2015 from Noisies. This is about eight years after the album. Rich Boy might no longer be rich and no longer a boy, but he's certainly a man, and that's something no one can take away from him. Damn. Here's a depressing... This is how the article thought starts. Here's a depressing thought. What if you pick a rap name and one day it no longer applies to you? Damn. For example, let's say your name is Rich Boy, but as the years drag on, time and circumstance rest you from the status you once claimed. Damn. Oh, man. I, you don't you don't want to profile about you beginning that way. No, um, I would have loved to see a chameleonaire type, you know, surprise here where yeah. he invested money from the album extremely well and is now a venture capitalist, you know, making tens of millions of dollars. But unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that was the case with Rich Boy. But that that it's early like he album dropped the was album fine. in 2013. Yeah, Break when the Pop was one single. He was signed to Interscope when he dropped the album in 2007, self-titled. Yeah. Then he, uh, you know, after failing, dropped another big song. He went independent, dropped his own album. Got features from Bobby V, Mano. I feel like it would be a lot harder for somebody right now in this day and age to fall off the map like he fell off the map because of social media. Yeah. Like if you ever get to the point where you have a debut album on Interscope, you know, a hit song yeah, like Throw Some D's. Yeah, like something like Throw Some D's. Um, you know, multiple other singles in the mix on radio, on MTV jams, shit like that. I mean, he was featured on one of Drake's early mixtapes. You know, yeah, yeah. there's literally no, not it's not impossible to fall off that hard, but you can't just get lost. You know, like yeah. you're on IG, you got yeah. hundreds of thousands of followers. And at the end like, of the you day, always yeah. do club bookings, right? Yeah. You at the end of the day, do... you'll just be on love hip hop. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so you guys still do that. You think yeah. you, you think he's somewhere back in Alabama? 2015 article of you shopping at Macy's in LA, okay. but now it's three years later, and whatever songs he was working on while this 2015 project, uh, or 2015 article was being written, obviously didn't make much of a splash. So I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I mean, the, when it was like the ringtone era back then, there were so many artists that like really have just kind of fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah, like that had massive singles like for some summers. I mean, Jibs, Chain Hanglow. Um, what was the guy who did Pop Lock and Drop It? Huey? Yeah, Huey. You know? Them franchise boys. I think about a, like, This Is Why I'm Hot. Like, Mims, This Mims. Is Why I'm Hot. Bro, there are a lot of people. Field Mob with Sierra. So yeah. what? Yeah. Woo! So, bro, like, those are, like, hot-ass records, like, 
Oh, we need to word you down. Pretty Ricky, that was positive though. Because yeah. Spectacular is killing the game with his like social media agency. Um, dude, that's kind of crazy, bro. I just feel like it's harder for people to just disappear like that now. Wait, did IHOP change their name to IHOP? Yeah, with a B. Who's the B? They said they were gonna tell us like when they like. It should be out by now because they said that like a day ago or two, and I think they said they were gonna should be announced. So IHOP, I don't know what it stands for. I hate show international. International House of Breakfast? That'd be so weird. <laughs> why? Just why bother, bruh? Go buy, have to buy everybody new uniforms just to make the switch? Like, it ain't that serious. All I was like, why the one in Harlem and didn't oh, have right. a switch on it? There are probably so many stories where it's like, we ain't changing so much shit. Or they just go and be like, all right, turn the P. Ricardo, get the ladder, dog. Get the motherfucking ladder, get the hammer out, man. We ain't buying no damn B. They didn't give me no budget for no damn letter B, y'all. We ain't got that in the budget. They let us know. The management ain't let us know. Oh, man. It's too clowning. Uh, well, everybody go back and listen to Rich Boy's album. We always, you know, we, we do a pretty good job, I think, of bringing up people from, like, our childhood. Remix, man. I love that song. Yeah, our childhood, our middle school years. Andre Three Stacks has so many legendary verses like that, dude. International Players Anthem. I mean, countless just, like, one-off verses that'll change your life. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, bro. He's... Bro, how about him just being in Oakland the other day at Mad Oak watching the Warriors game? Hey, man, he's out here. I know he did, like, a GQ shoot in New York. He said he's living in, like, Brooklyn. I think in bed he's just trying to, like, get more, like, creative outlets. So he's just living in, like, a, yeah. a walk-up. He's got a, he's got a clothing line out or, like, you know, a collab. He's yeah. so dope, bro. I mean, he's kind of, like, I mean, he's the kind of, going back to ASAP Rocky a little bit, like, ASAP Rocky looks up to guys like that. You know, like he isn't, like when his first album dropped and it had fucking problems on it and all those hits, he didn't even, I remember him saying he didn't even like that album, like he didn't even really listen to those songs. Like he didn't like performing like Wild for the Night and shit like that. It was like too mainstream for him, yeah. you know? He wants to do shit more that's like pushing the envelope, you know, uh, just in terms of art in general. Yeah. Just really being seen as like ASAP Rocky, like art. He is art, you know? Um, did either of you guys watch like the Sotheby's thing he did? It was like the performance art, uh, the hour and a half thing. Yeah, I, um, no, I didn't. He didn't watch I didn't, it. Yeah, I, didn't watch I just saw like some you know highlight videos or whatever. Cool idea. I feel like it was probably like pretty interesting. I mean, I respect, I, I, I respect all that shit, bro. I mean, that dude is so responsible for the current state of hip hop, fashion wise, for show. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, and I mean, ASAP did put New York back in the back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's nice to, to have. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with Og, the creative agency he's got going, which is you know him and you know damn near everybody that's working with him. All those directors that you see doing his fire ass videos and Playboy Cardi's videos and just all that sort of stuff. The whole aesthetic. Yeah, he's he's a wavy dude, bro. Um, big jump right here. Spotify no hate policy. Oh yeah. Um, I mean we. That was what, like a month ago or so, three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they really didn't think before they acted, didn't think before they stepped. It's 
decided to do that, and it kind of just, real quick, like a leap. The, the idea, I respect, of course. I don't respect the idea. It's, it's your artist. You just, the yeah, whole you point of art it. is free speech, and that's. I mean, our country values like you know not censoring. Okay, so 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 here's the thing, though. They didn't. Re- they did not remove them from Spotify. They decided to not put them into their own curated playlists that are obviously a main promotional outlet. Yeah, so, but imagine, but then imagine like how many people just use Spotify for their main playlists. You know? Oh no, I I totally get it. Like and, what percentage did you estimate? Oh no, no, I mean I can look at Welcome to the Hotel stats and tell you that most people who are listening to yeah. music on Spotify are listening to it via playlists. Um, so you're 100 percent right. So I don't know. They definitely rolled it out completely wrong. The CEO has said they fucked up. Started, oh, gave a statement? oh yeah, they, and they put all the people's right. music back on whatever playlist that they were so on. They put everything back on. I didn't know they actually came out with like. Yeah, oh no, that dude, that dude came out. Up. CEO came out and said we did not roll this out correctly. That's good. We're, we're we're going back to the drawing board or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, so what Spotify decided to do for those who who don't know is they created a no hate policy. That's what's what they called it. And to begin, they pulled XXX Tentacion. Tay-K and R. Kelly's music from the Spotify curated playlists. Um, some of them are on some of the biggest playlists on the platform. Rap Caviar, Tay-K, XXX, Tentacion were pretty much like frequents yeah. on there. They were regulars. Um, so pulling their music from there would significantly decrease their number of monthly listens and streams and also therefore take money out of their pocket. Um, and they're by far some of the biggest artists in the game too. XXX Tentacion's album debuted at number one, you know, to critical acclaim. I mean, from everybody from Kendrick Lamar and The Weeknd, you know, promoting it as well. Um, so major artists got pulled down to pretty significant backlash due to a few reasons. One, that the artists that they chose, though, of course, have... You know, R. Kelly, we all know what the fuck, you know, R. Kelly has, has done, been accused of in videos, whatever. But at the end of the day, it is three people who have not been convicted of any crimes, no matter what their current cases they're facing or allegations. Um, while, of course, on Spotify, there are countless other artists who have been and convicted. Same allegations. Same, oh. alle- same allegations or convicted of felonies. Um, and also it didn't help them either that they decided to start with three black artists and just forget about all white artists who were convicted of essentially worse crimes or the same crimes that these dudes are accused of committing. Um, so it didn't work. Kendrick Lamar literally threatened to pull his music from Spotify if they did not pretty much dead the shit they were trying to do. Um, and Spotify's response was, okay, Kendrick. So now everything is back to normal, but... Interesting, interesting to see this kind of play take place and the responses from people. Yeah, man, I, I, um... People obviously have mixed feelings on this as well, Jay, if you want to, you know, speak on kind of the other sides here. I mean, yeah, definitely, people are definitely going to have mixed feelings about that, um, you know, but I also just, I just, like, I'm in agreement with you guys and saying that you can't censor artists. I mean, you can, you can take them off, off your platform, you know? People can censor themselves, they don't have to play the music. Yeah. You can't yeah. completely remove an artist. Um, so it's, a slippery, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Um, very slippery slope. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. That's what it comes down to. 
That's the biggest thing. And you start looking at the list of people that start falling into this category, and it's like, bro, like, you're damn near going to end up taking down half of, like, the biggest artists of all time. Yeah. Real shit, you know? So. But if you, if you want to walk that line and do that, you have to stay strict with everyone who you would decide to take off, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, we should have, why don't we start this, we should have looked at, like, what time we started, because it'd be easier to tell how long we go, but actually, I'm going Started at one. Okay, sort of like an hour. All right, that's solid. We make we actually make a pretty good time here. Um, yeah, I was gonna bring up the list that XXX Tentacion's legal team brought up of people that you know were not removed but could easily be put into like this category. I'm not gonna bring it up, but great legal work. It's a lot. It's a lot of people on it, man. So uh, the no hate policy did not work for Spotify. I don't think we're gonna see anything like this again. Yeah, no. Um, I I really don't. So, you know, tough go. But here we go. Let's get back to our list. Where they at, though? Where they at, though? Mm-hmm. Where they at, though? Mm-hmm. Another big milestone right here, and this is a very positive story in my opinion. This regards my favorite rapper. Well, yeah, two parts. So, 10-year anniversary of the Carter Three is today. What's the date today? Today is the 10th. Yeah. June 10th? Because June 9th was official sex day. It was 6-9. Ah. Um, yeah. So damn. hopefully well, all the listeners got it in. <laughs> damn. Damn. Shout out to Kashi69, maybe. That's your, that's your boy. That's that's Kame's boy. But King of New York. Another, another one who easily could have been thrown in that mix if people were moved from playlists. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, whatever. We're moving on. Ten year anniversary of Carter Three today. Gonna run that back as well as Carter Two. Shout out Weezy. Uh, Carter Two, I say, is, is the top of the Carter. That's, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but nonetheless, ten year anniversary of the Carter Three, and even bigger news: Wayne is free. Chad, you want to speak out a little bit of this? Yeah, I mean, basically, he was fighting a case against Birdman. I mean, it was it wasn't like you know Wayne and Birdman weren't showing up in court. But it was more like their legal teams dealing with. I think a lot of it was out of court, you know, dealing with you know depositions and arbitration you know, outside of court. But Wayne was owed a lot of money. Wayne was owed a lot of money. Wayne won. Wayne will be paid that money in full. I'm sure it's not all going to come at once. It's not all going to come until you know. Right. It's, it's not going to come this year or anything. Yeah. But he will be paid, and he is free from the restrictions that Birdman was holding back, whether it has to do with finances or whether it has to do with his creativity or whether it has to do with his projects. So, I mean, we don't know the details as to, like, you know, Carter Five had to have a minimum amount of tracks or maximum amount of tracks or had to have a certain amount of features or anything, but regardless, all that is out the window. Wayne is basically able to do whatever he wants with Carter Five. Wayne is free, and with all other music. So, Wayne is free. He will be paid, I think, some tens of millions of dollars by Universal it's actually not coming out of Baby's pocket, so I'm sure he's happy about that. Um, but yeah, no, so I mean, I think it's great for hip-hop. Yeah. As a huge Lil Wayne fan, um, I'm very excited for the Carter Five, but people are kind of now asking themselves, so what is the Carter Five going to and be? what expectations do you have for the Carter Five? I, want, Wayne, I, always have high expectations. I want the Carter Five that was finished four years ago. Or that's whatever you're gonna get. Out. That's not what you're yeah. gonna get. Yeah, I don't. I don't that's want some Carter Five that's getting recorded today. I want the Carter Five that was done then and has been sitting in the but vault. But that's not. That's not what you're gonna years. get. It's not even gonna be like. That's what I want though. 
I'm just saying that I think those will be eventually because that leaked. is the Carter file. I think those will eventually be leaked, but that's not even going to be relevant material. I mean, it'll still be. I mean, it's yo, I was just saying we listen to the Carter two right now. We listen to the Carter yeah. three right now. It stood the test of time. Like it's still an album. Like I doubt Wayne is on there like talking about like Obama policies or something that's like completely dated now. You, you know, might have I mean? a couple clever, you know, like metaphors. That have to do with that. That have to do with that era. Yeah. Maybe I'd still want that though to be the Carter Five. Like I don't, I don't know, bro. I feel like that's not what you're gonna do. So, so you, I don't you, think y'all feeling excited though for this one? Yeah, that's Wayne. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. He's, He's my excited. favorite rapper. I'm excited, bro. I get excited when he drops. I mean, yo, uh, what was it? Uh, fuck. Dedication or no, not dedication. What was the word? Yeah, no, it was dedication. Yeah, dedication, dedication six. The reload. Dedication yeah. six reloaded was crazy, yeah, I was crazy like two weeks. bro. And it was hard to slap it too. I was slapping it like D6. on my YouTube TV yeah. like thing, you know. Bro, D six reloaded. I literally threw on the gram. Pick a Wayne. Go to emoji. Hashtag D six reloaded. Three fire emojis. Best rapper alive. Yeah, you need to archive that pick, bro. Why? Because it wasn't that. Like you weren't getting no love. Has sixty two likes. Bro, I don't be getting that many likes on here, bro. Archive that thing. Damn. Maybe. Oh, Anyways, <laughs> though. Yeah, I'm excited, Jay. You're not hype. Yeah, I'm not. Yes, I am. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, I'm glad he's going to be, he's finally able to release this project. But, yeah, so I'm like, I, I'm, it'll come out as, I'm not going to I definitely think it'll be the last that part. That part was there. Yeah. Like, I'm not rushing to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll, I'll play it at some point. You would sign it, you would slap it soon. If that came out, it'd be such a, it'd be, it'd be more buzz around that maybe than this Yay album. Probably. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll I see. think. I think it actually. We'll might, see. It has, I just hope it's good. Pretty crazy. You know, it's gonna have good. a lot of solid features on it because everyone fucks with him. Wayne don't need no. I don't features, want the feature. He doesn't need features. I don't want features. Only feature I want is T Pain. He's gonna have features. Gonna have the Drake, Drake on there. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, it's probably Drake on there, Nikki on there. Is gonna be on there, maybe. Bro, I don't. I mean, I don't need that many features. Give me the classic Wayne. Give me a Wayne Bobby Valentino record. Give me a Wayne and Robin Thicke record. Give me a Wayne and T Pain record. Maybe just some hook guys, but that's it. I was. I actually just ran back to Carter Three. Let the beat build, bro. A lot of people didn't know Kanye produced that song. Oh yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. But he says in the song, he says like, "Shout out, Yay for the beat." So, and then, yeah, I mean, this whole process of like not writing anything down. Yeah, Wayne's a Wayne's an animal, man. Wayne's Wayne's a monster. I'm I'm just super happy he's free because I think now the music is just gonna start flowing. Dude, so you can't think about this. You can't restrict something like that. Wayne is well, one Wayne is so. Like, his influence is ridiculous, obviously, right? Like, I feel like all of the rappers of right now literally just have, like, trying to emulate Wayne. At least aesthetically, like, look-wise, for show the dreads, the face tags, the skateboarder style, yeah. I'm yeah. a rock star. Lil Wayne started all that fucking rapper yeah. rock star shit, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People looked at the motherfucker crazy when he came out in the, in the leopard jeggings. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, at the whatever with the auto-tune singing How to Love. Don't now it's up. like, bro... Everybody, this yeah. is it, Young Thug. Like who you talk like? This yeah. is this Don't is sleep, it. Though, he did have the vape on at uh, it was like Rap City Freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the five hundred and four. 
Oh yeah, Lil Wayne's Rap City freestyles are yeah. fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. Some of the best for sure, bro. The one where he's got the collared shirt on, like it's under the jersey, bro. Jump in like a bungee, no rope. Bruh, Wayne, when it comes to bars, bar for bar, bar for bar, That's why there's I'm nobody better. That's why I'm hyped. There's no play. I know he's going to knock ball. it out the park. Like, he's not going to give us something that we're not going to be happy about. If it's the Carter Five, yeah, I guess I guess that's what it really comes down to. We're like, I just want to, I just want to, I want to be a good project. Yeah. Like, for him. Carter, Carter Four was a little too pop for me. You know, a little, it went a little too pop for me, but but I get that though, because that's where he was at right then. He was like the the top dude. He could get that. It didn't need to be that raw element, yeah. but I want that raw element way. You know. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, but I think we're just gonna get a shit ton of I think he's gonna drop in the next year. Yeah, fall 2018. Yeah. You think it's come that soon? I think it's gonna be fall and winter 2018. You know, trenches. I. Right. It'll be a good time. Top of the year. Drop this summer. I think top of the year 2019 would make sense, give him time to like heat up. I mean, he's low key. Like people sleep. Like he's had a lot of kind of hot verses like over this last bit of time. Like he's. It's pretty amazing actually how relevant he's stayed since he hasn't dropped an album since 2013. It's 2018. Yeah. I'm not a human being too. Was the last album. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still yeah. low away. I remember his, his voice on the Solange joint was pretty Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Location, Solange joint. He's on that The Dream and Ty Dolla Sign joint. He was on I'm the One, DJ Khaled. Yeah. And I'm sleeping on some other big ones, bro. But he's, he's been dropping some, some heat. Um, so this is, this is all good news for me, man. We need that album. Um, Still looking for that Wayne's Will Santana. That's done. That's coming. So that's coming. They announced that is done. I Can't Feel My Face is done. Wayne is free. Joel's need all the money he can get because he decided to walk into the airport with a loaded gun. Yeah, so he like, need all the money he can just like fentanyl out the ass. What? Yeah, bro. He had like a duffel bag full of drugs. Oh, bro. Yeah, no. I use wild. So he needs the bag right yeah, now. I don't know what he was so Wayne is free. Joel's needs the bag. What was this man doing? What was this man Bro, Joel's wild. Joel's could have. Um, I think Charlamagne brought this up on the Breakfast Club when Jim Jones went up there to promote his project that was called Wasted Talent. Mm-hmm. And I think Charlamagne was kind of like, "Do you feel like Joel's like wasted his talent?" Because there was a time where it was like Wayne and Joel's. Yeah. Wayne and Joel's. I, I, I don't even know who's Joel's. better, who's hotter, and they, yeah. and Joel's was like, he had that he was. I mean, he was the feature on Chris Brown running. Like, and then he was coming. Like, he had the whistle song. Like, he had, like, he had joints, bruh. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, poof. Joel's Make it work for you. Go ahead, do what you do. Make it work for you. Yeah, man. That is a crazy song. Wayne and Jeezy on it. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was too hot, bruh. That was, that was the era right there, bro. Um, What really happened, like, though, you think, like, with uh, Joel's popularity? I mean, he just, according to Jim Jones, he's one of those guys where you go to his studio and he'll play you songs and you're like, bruh, what, why is this not out? And he's like, I just don't know, bro, just in the ball. He's one of those that just won't really put out shit for whatever reason, you know? So I'm sure, like... He dropped a mixtape. He dropped a mixtape that had the the song called Bad Guy. Yeah. It's like the black and gold and white cover. That shit was hard. He has a bunch of samples from, like, um... 
the other, it's the, the same one I'm talking about. Yeah. It's Tony Montana, yeah, Scarface. Tony Montana. So you say, I'm, I'm the bad guy. That song is crazy. Yeah. Joel Santana, bad guy. Listen to that shit, bro. That shit will have you walking down the street. It's called like, God. It's called God just Willing. Kill six motherfuckers. You feel me? Like crazy. The mixtape is called God Willing. That shit's hard. That mixtape is hard, bro. <laughs> we'll play that after the podcast, bro. Put that trying to get caught up with the copyrights playing yeah. songs on here. Um, all right, we're making our way down. Uh, we're gonna talk. That could be where they are. We know where Joel's at. Hopefully, right down the street. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we in Harlem, yeah, by the way. Yeah. We in Harlem. Yeah, we in Harlem right yeah. now. Uptown. One ten. Yes, one ten. One ten out here. Go get the other cross street. Yeah. View the park out here. You feel me? Gang, 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 gang. Um, but yeah, man. So we've been doing this podcast for a minute. Obviously, you know, we were gone for a minute, but now we back. Chinchilla, I saw would have fitted, you know. Um, but we started doing this in like October. We got about nine, ten episodes deep. Had to take a little break, but it's it's interesting now. We get to look back actually and on some of the artists that we've talked about, kind of you know the ones we said were semi up and coming hot, just like how they doing, where they at, whatever. Um, so I went back, kind of checked some of the playlists. Oh, also just for anybody who's rocked with us for this long and you know stayed listening. Uh, every artist song that we bring up on this podcast, we also put into a playlist for this podcast. So if you go on Spotify, if you go to the Welcome to the Hotel Spotify page, our artist page, click our playlist section, and for every single podcast episode, there's a uh, there's a playlist that goes with it of all the songs we talked about, all the artists we talked about. So for this episode, it'll have you know all. All the good music release songs, or at least all, all the ones we think are hottest, the new Drake songs, um, you know, songs from ASAP's Testing, songs from Rich Boy's album, songs from Wayne, um, all that stuff. So definitely check those out. Right now that that playlist is only on, those playlists are only on Spotify, but they're going to be on Apple Music soon too. So be on the lookout for that. But back to what I was saying, we've now had a, a chance to kind of, you know, quote unquote, I'm not going to say champion, but you know what I mean, just rep some artists from, from their get go and... Some of them are killing the game. Takashi Six Nine, who uh, Kabe is, he's obviously the biggest fan of in our yeah, he squad. He pitched him, I think, before he even had a hit on, on the billboard. Yeah, I think like, I think Kabe started talking about him when the only song out was Gummo. And currently, Takashi Six Nine is seven for seven on Billboard Hot 100 debuts. And clearly, his name is ringing in these streets louder than. A lot of motherfuckers. Um, they love them in New York. They love them in New York. I live on Dykeman. Um, and if a car is driving by slapping music, chances are it's Takashi 69 Cardi B, or A-Boogie. So, I mean, he really got the streets going crazy in New York. Obviously, 50 Cent is kind of taking on this, like, you know, OG role for him. So, I mean, he's making some crazy moves out here. Queen Nyja or Queen Nasia, uh, somebody that I spoke about, female R&B singer. I wasn't familiar with her background at all, even when I, for, I don't even know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I guess she was like a YouTube star. Um, but she had a song that was, did really well on SoundCloud, it was like top 50, and was starting to make some waves um, when I talked about it, and now it cracked the top, cracked the Hot 100 on Billboard. She signed a major deal Capitol Records, so congratulations to her. Um, really excited to hear more music from her. I think she's got a lot of talent and could, she could do some really cool things in the game. Lil Baby, another person that Kaveh is really championed, obviously is all the way out of here at this yeah. point. 
Um, he got the Drake co-sign. Yes, he's, indeed. He's signed to QC. Well, he was signed to QC before, but I mean, he's in the QC quality control machine. So you know, he's on that. He's on that Migos crazy ride right now. Um, but he's killing it, man. He just dropped, you know, another album. He's got a lot of projects out. I guess some of them are mixtapes, but like his quote-unquote album dropped. Uh, that's got the Drizzy feature. He's out here. He's super hot in these streets. Price on the brick went up for him for show, and uh, you know, got a good sound too. Really good sound. Kind of like melody, very melodic. Yeah, kind of future esque. But he's spitting though, and he he's been through some real shit for show. So he got he got a lot to say. He's dope though. Uh, and last one is just my dude Belly, who I think even when I started talking about him was, you know, pretty hot out here. But I think the name Belly is much more known today um, just than it was a few months ago. Yeah, you know? Yeah, he's, he's done some features that have really kind of put him on the scene too. He was on the, um, if I hit it one time, I'm a pipe, he was on that remix. He just dropped like a, yeah, he just dropped another song with The Weeknd that's, you know, getting playlisted like crazy. Uh, he had that record with Nav, Maintain. Yeah. He's, you know, been dropping videos, a lot of singles. I'm so excited yeah. for his He had a good album. interlude on Khaled's album. Yes, he yeah, did. Which is Bars. Fire. A lot of people didn't even know that that was Belly on it. I don't think it said by Belly. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, dude keeps... I mean, Guy has some of the craziest music videos out there, too. I mean, he's such a good personality. He has, he has some of the best interviews. Yeah. When he freestyles in an interview, he has a Rosenberg freestyle just dropped this fire. Crazy, bro. Yeah, the Rosenberg freestyle on Complex Open Late, which is a cool show. Check that out, definitely. Complex Open Late with Rosenberg. Definitely peep that. Um, But yeah, Belly's just out here, bro. So if y'all are still sleeping on Belly, stop it, bro. Bar for bar, in my opinion, like I said, one of the best right now in the game, really doing it heavily for show, no doubt. Um, And now it's our time to speak on some new artists, right, that we think y'all should check out. Um, and again, peep our podcast playlist to easily listen to all artists, songs, albums that we're referencing in here. Uh, Jay, you want to start us off? With some um, yeah, uh, right right now? I'd say check out, um, I listen to this, this kind of uh, after the party. Um, a lot of people Is that one like, word? Yeah, after the party, one word. Okay. Um, I think so it's that like party next doors, like yeah. cousins, cousins or something like, like that? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after the party, after uh, the party next door. After the party yeah. next door. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I think his origin is somewhere actually in New York. I think he's just, okay. uh, he's kind of like one of those faceless dudes right now, like kind of like pulling like the early uh, weekend fashion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those so is so like, he singing? Um, yeah, he sings. Um, he's like the, a minimalist, like R and B kind of like okay. thing. Where um, it's, 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 it's good stuff. Um, definitely check it out. Um, his last project, I think. Dropped in like February, it's called like Emotion. I think it's like seven tracks. Okay. But um, definitely those seven, those seven track albums, yeah. man. Like you know what I'm saying? I got a this, this guy, a rapper, Leaky Bands. He's from Lower East Side, New York. He's been on World Star a lot. Yeah, right? he's been on World Star a lot. I don't know if I brought him up in podcast. I don't think I did, but he is working a lot with PMB Rock. Okay. I mean, dude's like 16, I want to say. Yeah. 16 or 17. I think I've seen the videos of him spitting at the gas station. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's. He's, he's got talent, he's got a God's Plan remix that's like getting a lot of hits, I think it's over a million on SoundCloud. Okay. So like, he's doing his thing, but he's just like, I mean, the fact that he can like, have that much talent and really not even be close to 20 years old. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got a few people's man. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start with a dude by the name of 
I think it's pronounced Shea Ekru, C-H-E-E-C-R-U. Um, another kind of weekend vibes type person, you know, like the weekend type yeah. vibes. Um, a very dope singer. I think he's gearing up to drop a new project here in 2018 pretty soon. But um, yeah, pretty mysterious, but definitely those kind of vibes singing. But he got some songs on there that like really bumped up. Um, that are like fairly upbeat, but very, very talented fellow. Definitely check him out. Um, another person Doug put me on to, Dijon, D-I-J-O-N. I think he only has about two or three songs out. Beautiful, um, beautiful songs. Very kind of Frank Ocean-esque. You ever check him out, Jay? No, no. I'll show you, you're gonna fuck with this dude. I'm gonna show you his videos too. Videos are real unique. Um, he kind of does more or less like a one-shot kind of thing. Real artsy, though. Um, yeah, this dude, I think this guy is going to absolutely blow up. Um, Dijon, check him out. Very Frank Ocean-esque. But he's smelled like the mustard. Smelled like the mustard, yeah. Smelled like the mustard. Right. I mean, bro, I yeah, he's, he's out here. He's out here. Um, and last one, this has probably been my most played <laughs> artist. This has probably been my most played artist since, like, February. Uh, definitely been championing him off the podcast, just, you know, in the group chats and the homies and shit, but Vory, V-O-R-Y, um, extremely talented singer, songwriter, producer, uh, actually a friend of the podcast, Lala the DJ, is his official yeah, DJ. Yeah, Lala DJ, official shout DJ. Out, shout out, shout um, out, Vory, but no, doing that thing out in LA. Vory's crazy though. Um, he, I know his biggest influences. He, he said are the weekend and future. You definitely hear that in it. Um, but his melodies are insane. His flows are insane. He hasn't even dropped a debut project yet. Just kind of some singles here, some features there. He's the most featured artist on the um, what's it called? DJ DS, I think. Right? Isn't that, that that group's name? DJ, yeah, the DJGS new album, which is fucking fire, too. Check that out. Big Wave, More Fire. That's the name of their last project. Crazy. Big Wave, More Fire. It's crazy. Vory's featured on there three times. You got to join on there with The Dream. Super hot. Um, you tell me Sada Baby? Sada Baby. That was yeah. that street dude that I was mentioning. Yeah, yeah. I will fuck a club up with my dance moves. Um, check him out. Check him out, too. But no, nah, just Vory, though. I mean, his songs are nuts. He's got a song with, like, um, Mike Sud called, called Lost Me. It's hot. It's actually Mike's um, it's, it's crazy though um, but his shit that's like really his is crazy try 922 control um, yeah I mean just, a lot. just run his whole run his whole Spotify he just dropped a song with Chantel Jeffries or it's Chantel Jeffries song featuring him and Offset called Wait that's doing numbers out here um, he's got a song with this dude Bridge man Bridge is fucking dope too man. I don't know if y'all ever repeat Bridge I'll show you one of Bridge's videos man too many, too many talented people out here in the day, brother. We getting slept on, so try to show love. Check them out, man. Um, I don't think Vory's gonna be slept on for much longer, though. Out of the three I just said, I think I think this dude is go, like it's gonna be his year. Jackson needs a water. <laughs> Jackson's struggling, man. It's a rough one. We about to eat. I say we do these on Sundays. You know, Sunday scaries is uh is real out here. You know, it's real out here. But it's good to be back, man. It is. Yeah, it's, it's good, good to be back. back. It's good to get this mic intact, and it's good to like know that we can drop these. Yeah, whenever necessary. Uh, Kave will be back on the podcast. Do not fear. Uh, Kave is still living in the Bay, but he will be. You know, we'll get him calling in, FaceTiming in, whatever. Um, 
that dude is still very in the mix. Very in the mix. Don't worry. He helped us pick these topics. So huge shout out to Kave. Huge shout out to Ro. Um, the Welcome to the Hotel debut project is dropping this summer, so be on the lookout for that. Pretty fire, man. We, we on our pop shit. I ain't gonna lie, we on our pop shit, but like, hey, y'all gonna fuck with it though. Um, hey, man, yeah. Just as well as anything else? Well, I, I think, think that's it, man. Everything. I think so, man. It's good to be back. Soon. Welcome to the hotel from New York. Let's do it. We out. Peace.